1: Yeah, two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox Brady Quinn with you here on FSR, no LeVar Arrington but he will be back with us uh, on the air coming up on Monday at 6am Eastern Time, but we have got you covered here Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on the iHeartRadio app, if you are if you're listening on uh, one of our hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, we appreciate you doing so, we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour 9am Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR are. We understand that it is uh, NCAA tournament time, uh, but uh, we cannot ignore the past. We can't That's do right. it. We refuse no. to ignore the past because take a little trip down memory lane. Yeah, l- l- let's do this. Months and months and months, months ago. ago, we were getting ready for a show on a Friday. That's and right. before we could even get into recapping a Thursday night football game at the time, Brady Quinn stepped in and said, guys. I have had it. It's the last day of the week. Is that how it sounded? We need a theme for this show before we head into the weekend. And I said, well, what do you want to call it? And he said, let's call it a football Friday. Yeah. And that's what we got, baby. It is a football Friday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> football. Yeah. It is a
0: football, football.
1: Friday here. Uh, and the uh, the wild off for the NFL continues. Uh, as uh, the big news yesterday uh, that came as a shocker to a lot of people, uh, but there's also one element uh, to this that is not a shock. Uh, the shock was Devontae Adams being traded by the Green Bay Packers to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, he is reunited with Derek Carr, his former college teammate at Fresno State. Uh, he gets a five-year contract. The annual value is uh, $28.5 million on that. 67 and a half of that is guaranteed. Highest paid wide receiver by a long Ways in NFL history. Uh, and, um, you know, the part that wasn't surprising for all this, by the way, they got back a first and a second round pick uh, in this upcoming draft, uh, did the Green Bay Packers. The part that wasn't uh, surprising was the immediate reaction that this must have been an indictment on Aaron Rodgers. Either that Aaron Rodgers was selfish and wanted that big contract, which is why they couldn't afford Devontae Adams, and this must mean that Devontae Adams didn't want to play with Aaron Rodgers because he's a pain in the ass uh, and the relationship that we had been hearing about was all, uh, was all uh, inaccurate. Uh, and so uh, immediately, that's where the conversation turned, which I push back on both of those for several reasons. I I, just, I find the whole thing to be a bunch of crap. I think Devontae Adams wanted to play elsewhere he wanted to be a Raider the Packers reportedly came out and were willing to to match the numbers that the Raiders were throwing out whether it was the same exact deal or not um, you know as far as guarantees up front or whatnot who knows but the Packers were willing to pay the price for Devontae Adams Aaron Rodgers knew this all the way through uh, and and the idea that his contract had something to do with the other I don't buy it. I actually think that Aaron Rodgers' contract was probably because they felt like at some point Devontae Adams was probably going to go elsewhere. So I don't think this is an indictment on Aaron Rodgers at all.
2: So let's let's start off with the money, okay? Because it's all about the money, right? Yes. Show me the money. Yes. So Devontae Adams, all right, wanted to have a, a, a long-term extension. He said publicly he did not want to play under the franchise tag. Everyone can understand that. And so he gets this long-term extension, but he gets it via another team. And as you said, the Packers said they were going to match it. Now, the interesting thing about this is if there is a theory out there that they couldn't handle both Aaron Rodgers' contract and Devontae Adams, then people must be ignorant to the fact that the Packers were the team that was the second most over the cap heading into this offseason. You know, Remember the team that was number one, that was the furthest over the cap? Was it New Orleans? It was. Do you remember what their number was? 78 million? That's correct. Yeah. Do you want to know where they're at now? Where's that? They're under the cap. (laughs) So this offseason, for all those people out there who apparently don't understand how this works, they have restructured everything to put their team currently under the cap right now. And that's what you can do. It's it's not as if these NFL teams don't have the ability to manipulate their cap on any given year. It just comes down to how much cash are you willing to shell out, right? That cash usually goes into the pockets of the owner. And in Green Bay, it's a unique structure. You have a bunch of shareholders who aren't necessarily looking for distributions or in the case of the Uber wealthy, a billionaire who owns an NFL franchise, they're not gonna siphon off a mill or two out of that to go, you know, pay for their mega yacht, or really maintenance on their mega yacht. Yeah. Which is which is what that essentially goes to. You take that cash and then you literally spread it out to players that you want to keep and you want to restructure their deals to fit under the cap, and there you have it. Like, that's how you end up doing it. Cash over cap. That's how you do it. The Saints were able to do it. The Packers could have easily done it. And they would have done it had Devontae Adams wanted to stay. He didn't want to stay. And I think the reason behind why he didn't want to stay has nothing to do with his relationship with Aaron Rodgers. I think he loves Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers loves him. I mean, you've seen that by the way they play, the way they talk about one another. It has to do with the fact this is probably the last year or two for Aaron Rodgers. It's not the last year or two for Devontae Adams. He can play another five years, six years, three or four of which at a really high level probably. And if he's going to do that, why doesn't he want to go to a place that's closer to home, play with the guy that he played with in college, where you know he's not going to worry about the fallout from Aaron Rodgers moving on and whatever comes next. Like, if anything it's probably more of an indictment on Jordan Love in in the sense that he's yeah. sitting there saying, "I don't want to stick around and play with whatever happens after Aaron Rodgers." Like, "I send me to Derek Carr, I'll go play for the Raiders. I'd rather be there for the next, you know, duration of this contract or another contract than be with the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love." That that's who it's an indictment on.
1: I mean, and and also look, there is an element to, you know, maybe Green Bay's not for everybody. And and maybe Devonta. I mean, oh, look really? at Well, I'm just saying like I, Wait, I,
2: hold on. So people don't just go to I, Green like- Bay
1: yeah, I mean it's uh you know there there is that element which is a real element to all this and look he wanted to play for the team that he that he grew up rooting for. You know what that's like playing for Cleveland? Like that's that's awesome. Like anybody listening to this right now, imagine your favorite team as a child and having the opportunity to professionally play for that team. Man, that's like that. That's like dreams come true stuff. And so he saw an opportunity to do it, and by the way, make almost thirty million dollars as a wide receiver. And he's twenty nine years old. This is his last big contract uh, in the NFL, most likely. I just I, I don't. This is has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. This is about all about Devonte Adams choosing to go to the Raiders, and and the fact that Aaron Rodgers knew all this and still chose to re-sign with Green Bay. I mean, if I'm a Packer fan, I feel good about this, that that that's a guy who's actually signed up and said, I'll be a part of this Green Bay Packer franchise for another couple of years at least, uh, and then we try and figure out the wide receiver position, and, and hopefully we can put something together maybe in the draft. I
2: just, I, I don't know. I, I told you the the three requests that Rodgers had in order to come back. The first was Tom Clements, and then it was Devontae Adams, and then Randall Cobb, which if you'll recall in the news cycle, probably a lot of people overlooked this they did just restructure Randall Cobb's deal. So all three of those things happened. The the reality though is now Adams gets traded. And, and and I do wonder if at some point over the course of the conversations between Devontae Adams and his representation and the Packers, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers, if Devontae Adams got a sense that, yeah, I, I don't you know, I I don't know that it's in my best interest to hang around here if if Aaron's not going to be here for another you know couple of years, it just doesn't make sense for me. And he saw greener pastures, a place that he feels like he could probably grow in playing with with Josh McDaniel. You know, and that Josh McDaniel system, which there's no doubt about it, he's going to put up a lot of stats. But I, I don't. The tough thing about this contract is I don't think Adams will ever live up to it. No, it, it's 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 almost impossible to do so. Because if you're going to base this – I mean, we base it on production. Like, that's what we look at when we see a contract. We go, okay, like, well, what's his production? Well, Cooper Cup was the best wide receiver in the NFL last year. Yeah. I mean, he, he led in everything. He ends up being the Super Bowl MVP. Like, you can't have a better year than Cooper Cup had last year. And even then, like, I don't know that we'd walk away and, and – I don't know. Maybe, maybe then we'd say, okay, his contract was worth it. But I just—it's hey. gonna be—it's gonna be hard to live up to, to this sort of contract because if he's—I mean, granted they've got Darren Waller, that it's not—it's not—he's not gonna receive all the attention, but he's—he's—he's he's, he's gonna be—it's gonna be a tough matchup for him every single week, like it has been in Green Bay, and it's just—it's hard to put up those stats. Especially when Aaron Rodgers isn't your quarterback.
1: And and also Renfro's, you know, had a, a really good start to his career and Derek yeah, Carr looks true. for him a that's lot. True. So it, it's yeah. like there there are other options there. But yeah, God, I mean he is good. Uh almost such a shifty little guy. Yeah, he is. Uh you know, he it
2: looks like the guy delivering your pizza,
1: you know? Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. He literally man.
2: walks up to you, and you're like, "Oh, hey, yeah, uh, yeah keep the change. Here you go." I, if I,
1: I had a guy deliver a pizza uh, not that long ago on a cheat day, and I just thought to myself, Jeez, uh, cheat days. Th- "Thank God uh, I have a lock on this door," because that guy looks like he was about to do something serious. You, know you what I mean? and your cheat days. Dude. Well, listen, you know, just have to. Uh, some you gotta cheat sometimes. For for a man who tries
2: to be as yeah. relatable as you uh-huh. are, when I hope when, when listeners hear you man. talk about cheat days, yeah. they're like, "Yeah, I can't relate to that." No, the
1: Common man, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, You're not uh, a
2: common man if you, you have a cheat day.
1: Listen, uh, I'm I'm the everyday man. Foofy, yeah. I'm uh, Yeah, I'm The a... Rock and Jonas Knox yeah. have cheat days. <laughs> no. Well, By yeah. the way, The Rock. Hey, t-
2: r- the Rock's really relatable to people throughout there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, come yeah. on. What do you mean? That's His all natural. His biceps the size of my thigh. Hey, hey, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
1: that's all natural. What are you talking? What was it, Arnold
2: Schwarzenegger? I got arms like legs and legs like
1: people. <laughs> well, there's, uh, which, by the way, that's not even like the greatest. You know, track. Hashtag quote uh, of all time. You know you, you know what that belongs to, don't you? I mean, you're a big MMA guy. You know that belongs to. Mirko Krokop, all right? Mirko Filipovic, a Croatian guy, used to be a cop. So they called him Krokop as his nickname. And he was a specialist in kicks. He was a former uh, uh, kickboxing champion. And they asked him, what's your approach uh, to... And his left high kick was always like his, his kill shot. And they asked him, what's your approach to this upcoming fight? And he said right kick hospital left kick cemetery and th- and Ooh. just the rest was history so wow yeah some good oh, stuff there drop. man yeah how about that yeah. how wow. was like a little combat like wow. thing, you, know, you better believe it Wow. Uh, and then he got head kicked and went to sleep uh, later on in the UFC and uh you know that that went bye bye but uh when it comes back to uh the Devontae Adams and uh, oh, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers discussion <laughs> we uh do you think Rodgers must have known and been kept in the loop this entire time as to what was happening and and I think I don't look at this and say that this is, oh, they don't have uh, as close a relationship as a lot of people think they do. I think they absolutely do. And I think Aaron Rodgers is probably as happy as anybody for Devontae Adams to get this kind of money to go play for his boyhood team. I I don't think Rodgers is one of these bitter guys who's going to get pissy about the fact that his friend chose to go back home to play football. I just don't get it. I don't see it. I mean,
2: he's not like that at all. And I think, again, more so, like those two... If the Packers were indeed willing to match, it really came down to, to me, the longevity of this contract and Adams knowing he's going to play into his 30s and this being the last year or last two years for Rodgers. I'm telling you right now, I know what the contract looks like and people can say whatever they want. He's not going to make the duration of this contract. I don't think he makes it into year three. I think he's going to have a year or two in Green Bay and that'll be it and based on how you know how this goes you know if they win a super bowl this year i could see them wanting to walk away and hang it up and it- then saying that's it
1: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Brought to you by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com slash credit. All right, so coming up next, uh, we could have ourselves a peek into the future for one NFL quarterback, and it is very, very interesting. dot com slash sports tire the way tire buying should be two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here on FSR Uh, we will have a uh, coming up and we'll call it 10 minutes from now uh, a a glimpse into the future on what should be a wild Friday for uh, many of you uh, who still may be uh, suffering from uh, the previous night's activities uh, so that we'll have that conversation with you here again 10 minutes from now on FSR Um, I didn't know if uh, you had seen this but we had talked about the Baker Mayfield field drama apparently uh he is told uh through adam schefter uh he told the uh cleveland browns that he would like a trade uh they have gone uh, too far down the road uh, toothpaste is out of the tube so to speak and uh the cleveland browns have uh, replied and said no not ready to move on yet um, but we do have some odds all right so i know you're a gambling man are right? not really a gambling man, but I know uh, you've turned your daughter into a gambler because she's five years old and already betting on uh, NCAA tournament games, or at least picking them. And uh, I do have some odds. All right? I've got some odds So, if we have any uh, game show music here on the future for uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to give you um, go ahead and uh, rattle off uh, the teams you think most likely destinations. Now, the Browns can be included in this. Alright, so where Where does Baker Mayfield start in 2022, his first snap on the field in 2022? This according to bookies.com, the most updated odds I could find. Uh, Where do you think Baker Mayfield takes his first snap uh, next year in the NFL, Brady Quinn?
2: All right. Um, Let's start off with the Carolina Panthers.
1: Okay, the Carolina Panthers are number two, plus 450, okay. Okay. 100 to win 450 Carolina. <clears throat> So, Carolina. So number one's got to be Cleveland. That is incorrect. Cleveland is tied for third at plus 500. Wow,
2: really? Okay, okay. Um I mean,
1: Indianapolis? Bing, bing, bing. The Indianapolis Colts at plus 350 are your favorite. Now, do you want to take a stab at who is... I uh, like that fit for him, by the way. uh, Let me... I I swear, and I'm not trying to ball wash Baker Mayfield. He goes to Indianapolis. They're they're winning that division. I think they're winning that division. Yeah. I'm with you. I just... This idea that that he's just gone and damaged goods, and I, I don't get it, man. I think he's a starter, and I think if he goes to Indy... I mean, would you take him okay. over Carson Wentz? Um, yes. I would, too. And so, okay,
2: real I, quick. I, it makes a lot of sense. If Odell, who went to L.A., wins a Super Bowl, Jarvis Landry, who's looking to go elsewhere, and let's just say like Jarvis leaves, Baker leaves, they both go to the playoffs, One, one's a part of a Super Bowl again. How fast do you think Miles Garrett goes? I need to get the hell out of here.
1: I, I I mean, look and what they got rid of Austin Hooper? Right, they released him. Yeah, they released him. Um, uh, uh, J C. Um, why am I blanking on his last name? They just released him. The player rep. Um, uh, J C. Treader. Yeah, they yeah. just they well
2: just... that that yeah that, that that was more of a cost cutting move. Nick Harris, um, who they drafted to be his eventual replacement, and then at times last year when he played and has played in his place. They were like, "Hey, we can get the same job for cheaper, so that that I, happens often I,
1: look I made the comparison, and i like some people thought I was crazy, but the Browns were in the playoffs two years ago. Now they happen what happened last year. Now they're looking to move on from their quarterback. I said at the time, this, this had a feeling like the 2018 bears to where everyone thought, Oh man, they're on the rise. Uh, the Tr- Trubisky's found his match in Matt Nagy. And then you saw what happened the next year. And then two, three years later, it was like, uh, we started heading towards a rebuild like this team in comparison to where they were in the playoffs a couple years ago. I, I don't know who saw this happening, but if you take Baker Mayfield, you put him on Indianapolis. I mean, if I'm Baker Mayfield, i got to be ecstatic if I end up there. Like, as far as playing in that division, with that roster, with a running game like that, I mean, I I don't know what the plan is wide receiver-wise, but it just feels like Indianapolis would be a home run for Baker Mayfield. 100%.
2: And if I'm Indianapolis, I'm doing all I can to make that work because I don't see anyone in the draft that I feel like would be better. And I know there's financial implications to it, right? Like, you got to pay him $18 million, That's what he's get, making off of his fifth-year option yeah. uh, on his rookie deal. And so he's going to want a long-term deal. But you have the opportunity to trade for him, let him play this year, see how it goes, and then from there, you can franchise tag him, work out a long-term deal or not, and then franchise tag him another year, You know, either if you don't know or you can't come to an agreement, and then shell out whatever he's earned at that point. So – it's a great situation, I think, for any team that's looking for a quarterback. I just I think the the biggest lie that's been told is the Browns saying they're not going to honor his request for a trade. <laughs> because you you really were when you told him you were going to look for some, like a better quarterback in the first place. <laughs> right. So you're going to trade him in that instance. Don't tell me you're not going to trade him now. They're saying that because now they realize, since they're out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, they need to act like, well, we can't tell everyone we're trading him, because then his trade value goes down. So we have to tell everyone, nope, he's our guy. We just, you know, we kind of told him we wanted to flirt around for a little bit, you know, uh, maybe, maybe get a hall pass, if you will, and, and then come back to him. But They're trying to show face that, no, he's going to be our guy. He's going to be our guy until someone sends you an offer that you can't refuse or that you feel like is worth it.
1: It's just funny because the conversation out there is like, oh, man, this is such a bad look for Baker Mayfield. No, it's not. This is bad for the Browns. I mean, like you, you openly flirted with somebody thinking that it was going to be an upgrade. And now you've got to either crawl back to the to the quarterback you told uh, was a step back from who you were trying to pursue or you've got to move on from him. And there's no option that's available that's better than Baker Mayfield. There's none out there. The, the Browns have completely whiffed on this entire approach. Like they've completely butchered it from top to bottom. If you're going through the other list of uh, teams, as far as the odds go to land Baker Mayfield again, according to bookies.com com indianapolis the favorite at plus 350 where baker takes his first snap carolina is two the team tied with cleveland at plus 500 third on the list the seattle seahawks um baker in seattle seems like it makes sense just from a uh, that fan base but if i'm baker mayfield maybe not the uh, not the best destination uh, for me uh you know just seems like uh, there are better options out there than the uh, seattle seahawks
2: I, I would agree with that. I, like I said, I think we're we're on the same page here. Indy seems to be the best option. Although, I mean, Pete Carroll's track record there, granted, all with Russell Wilson, you know, where they had a lot of their success. Um, it, it does kind of speak for itself. I, I, I just, you're playing in that division where you're probably the last team in that division. And on top of that, I just, it's a... It's a very different change for him. Although I think Pete Carroll would like his competitiveness, they'd like it. I, I can tell you this much: I know John Schneider does. You know, you, I, I know for a fact he loves the way the Baker Mayfield's demeanor and and his kind of cockiness or whatever you want to call it. But. I'm with you. I just I think that would be a tough transition for him.
1: And there's also New Orleans sitting there um, if they don't get Deshaun Watson uh, maybe there's a feeling New Orleans would uh, would scoop up Baker Mayfield, which Well, would I thought be Taysom fun. Hill was there, guys. Well, yeah, Hill, that's, the guy. yeah, that's yeah. true. I, I forgot about that as well. Uh, I mean, what, that would be fun, though. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Baker Mayfield against Deshaun Watson, knowing that his former team uh, competing in the same division I mean, that might be uh, some interesting uh, conversation there next year, but uh, man, oh, man. <laughs> What a uh, – can you recall I mean, an NFL in offseason all honesty, like this?
2: I bet I bet Baker Mayfield would, would thank Deshaun Watson then, that he got him out of Cleveland if that was the case. To go to New Orleans? Would, yeah, yeah. That would be the genesis of it.
1: I mean, I, I can't remember a start to uh, an NFL offseason like this. This is this is uh, wild, man. There's – ev- every single day.
2: I, I, and, and I don't know if it's going to continue this way. I mean, I guess you literally can look a year from now – and go, okay, what things are going to be topics? Well, Tom Brady, whether or not he's retiring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always a topic. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, whether yep. or not he's retiring. Yep. We're not worried about him going anywhere else. But, like, you know that right then and now. Obviously, the draft conversation all that. But, I mean, probably even Baker Mayfield. Whether he's with the Browns or another team or not, like, they're going to have to make a decision on his contract for a long-term deal or a franchise tag or whatever the case is. So, like right now,
1: Lamar Jackson as well too. Is he right? Get a I, I, although
2: he'll get a long-term deal. deal done, I think
1: before this season. I, I think it happens before this season. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it does seem like because we're Herbert, having, his contract. I mean, you yeah. you
2: already know right now. You can map out next off season like those four or five topics right then and right then and there will be topics of
1: conversation. It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on FSR. Coming up 12 minutes from now, we got another edition of the BQ News as we send you into the weekend here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, I'm just going to ask you to be as, as truthful as possible here, Brady, because uh, I think this is important because, uh, you know, you being the uh, the face of Big Noon kickoff, uh, just the great reputation, I don't want you to stain it here on the air uh, in front of a national audience. So um, I had the, uh, the pleasure of going to your golf tournament uh, a few years back They're in Dublin, Ohio. Uh, I met a lot of your friends, uh, a lot of people in your life. Uh, It was a phenomenal time, Um, and Dublin is right next to Columbus, and so obviously you grew up um, around a lot of Ohio State fans, correct?
2: Yeah, I was surrounded. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up going to Ohio State uh, games—football, basketball, baseball. I think it was the Bob Todd baseball camp back in the day. I used to go to. Yeah.
1: So um, the reason I asked this is because the the Bob Todd. The, uh, the, <laughs> Bob Todd. Uh, the re- I, first name yeah. It's just kind of hot. It is definitely is a lot of Can't ways you them. could you could uh, play with those too. Um, uh, there's <laughs> a um, here's my question for you. So in meeting a lot of your uh, the people in your life there uh, in the Dublin slash Columbus area, um, they like to get after it a little bit. I like to uh, to bend the elbow, so to speak. Sure. Wet the whistle. And um, I can't help but notice that Ohio State is the game that tips off the NCAA tournament day two action coming up in, uh, I mean, not that far from now, less than four hours. Uh, And they are tipping off against Loyola Chicago, who, as you pointed out last hour, they have a mascot named Sister Jean, um, uh, just a a, a, a wonderful woman.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on real quick. What? No one can look this up either. What is their actual mascot? Because... I don't know. And and I think most people at this point because of Sister Jean and how she came to fame with that run they made what a couple of years back, they now think Sister Jean is like is their mascot. Okay. That's obviously not it. You can't look it up.
1: Okay, I can't look do it you know. up. Um how many guesses do I get? You get one. Okay. Um can I Stop get stalling? Can I get more than one? I'm not I'm not looking. I, I swear to god, can I get uh, and I don't mean to say, I'm sorry, I apologize Sister Jean for saying that. Um I can I get more than one guest, please?
2: No, you get okay. one. We, uh, why don't we give Lee and Roberto a shot too? Okay,
1: um, we'll let them go first, um, and then and then I'll go. Roberto, do you want to take? Did you already look it up, Roberto? All right, you were looking at your phone. Uh, all right, so Roberto, you want to take a guess first? Uh, the mascot for Loyola Chicago can't look it up right. The Rosaries, now. the rosaries, <laughs> the Loyola Chicago rosaries. You are unbelievable. <laughs> I mean
2: uh, it's not that it's, bad. It's, it's not yeah. that
1: bad. Uh, all right, Lee, go ahead. Uh I wanna I know it's like they got a burgundy color, but I wanna say I remember some yellow and black, so I want to say like a bumblebee or something like that. I mean, you could say an abazam. Dude, you're too. thinking of um <laughs> the shockers. Yeah. Come on. Wichita State. Yeah, what are you talking about Um all right, Eddie, don't Eddie, do you know the answer? I think I do. Okay, all right. Um then can I go first before you give the actual answer? Because I think you know it as well, too. Uh, I'm going to go Loyola Chicago's mascot is the Dentures. Oh,
2: that's right. a great guess.
1: Eddie? Eddie, go ahead.
2: I'm pretty sure it's the Ramblers. Okay, but that's not their mascot, though. They actually have a mascot. So that's that would be their... Um, I know how to describe that, but... Mascot. Their mascot unless unless I'm misinterpreting what a rambler is but it's an it's a wolf Really? Yes. I mean their mascot is a wolf but no one knows that. I believe it's it's like the LU wolf
1: Okay, see, I, I we need to get to the bottom of it. This just doesn't make sense. A wolf but everyone thinks a it's his poor little
2: sister Jean, and she's got nothing to do with it. Who, by the way, is the biggest fraud in the entire country. Okay? Who, sister Jean? Yes. Jesus. You know when they went on the run to, what, the Final Four whatever it was? Yeah. Did you ever see the bracket they showed? She didn't even pick them to get past the second round. They they showed a picture of it when they were interviewing her and they showed her bracket. She didn't even pick them to make it past the second round. Yet she became famous as their mascot.
1: She wasn't didn't even totally believe in them. Oh, so she can't hedge her bets like a like a normal person? Like she can't, you know. What do you
2: uh, mean hedge. The whole basis of why she was famous was like she's like this sweet little old lady that's cheering her team on. If she was that big of a fan, she would at least pick them going
1: to the lead eight she'd never make it out of the second round listen she's 102 years old and is still and she's a liar she's, she's an absolute okay liar. well listen i i think that is outrageous uh, that approach and and you answer my question to start oh, off the segment because i was wondering how do your friends and the people you grew up with uh in the dublin columbus area rooting for ohio state how are they going to treat sister jean during this game coming up in a couple hours i just got my answer I I just got my answer here. Yeah. Hopefully they made t-shirts and they put fraud on it. I mean, I don't even want to be. I I don't want to be in a room with you when the movie Cocoon comes on. I don't know what you're going to do. This is just never seen Cocoon. Okay. Well, I mean, based on what you just said about Sister Jean, I I don't think you should watch
2: it. I'm just. I'm speaking facts here. You (laughs) get mad all you want. All right, you go back and look at any footage you saw when they show her bracket. She did not have Loyola Chicago getting past the second round. Okay, <laughs> Sister Jean was in it for the money. She was in it for the prizes, and wow. she didn't even pick her own team to actually make the run that they did. But yet we heralded her as this great living mascot and and ambassador to the school because she's a sweet little old lady. Meanwhile, wow. she was trying to Man. cash in on Duke and the other blue blood she had in her bracket going further. Wow.
1: Wow, wow, wow. I mean, if you have any issue with what Brady Quinn just said here on the air, you can get him on Twitter, at Ted Bundy is where you can That's find right. him. Wow! Uh, he is uh, just a class wow. act through and through.
0: Wow, bro.
1: God, I hope we're going to be invited back. I hope Lightning doesn't strike the studio now. Uh, all right, it is uh, two oh, pros and a cup of Is Joe. it happening? No, no, it's not happening. No, is it is happening? Easy. No, you think Live Bet Jesus is going to go anywhere near this segment coming up after what you just did to Sister yeah, Green Yeah, I hope year? so. My okay. hope is
2: that we don't do the news and we get live bitches. Okay, that's well, my hope.
1: Listen, I, I'm not You can't uh, tease them. I you can't, can't, can't tease them look, and not I, have to it's, show up. Uh, no, there's, uh, there's no place in this show based on what you just did. Uh, the Loyal Chicago Rosaries. You are, <laughs> you are unbelievable, oh, Roberto. Very intimidating, mascot it is. there, Roberto. Uh, all right. Uh, two pros and a cup of joe. Fox Sports Radio. Up next, the BQ News uh, right here at FSR. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Monday edition, we know we're going to talk NCAA tournament. Are the top seeds still in this tournament, or is your bracket busted like many of ours are? Uh, We also got to talk about the Deshaun Watson situation. Has he decided to make a decision? Has he actually made up his mind? Is it Atlanta? Is it New Orleans? What is happening next with Baker Mayfield? What happens to the AFC and NFC picture after all these moves happen? and the dust settles. We're going to have that discussion, plus a wild edition of an FSRIR. I mean, we had St. Paddy's Day a few days ago. We've got the NCAA tournament all throughout the course of the weekend. It's yours. It's 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or ever you get your podcast.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, If you missed any of this fine program, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com after we go off the air. And we will be back on Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific. LeVar Arrington will be back as well, too. Uh, So the whole gang is back as we uh, recap a uh, busy weekend in college hoops with the tournament continuing on. Uh, Then we've also got the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. What is the next uh, step in the Baker Mayfield drama. Uh, it's going to be a fun one coming up uh, on a Monday. Right now, though, it is time to put a bow on this bad boy with a little something we do called
0: this. No, 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 no. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What
2: the good news?
1: Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Ah. Uh.
2: All right. Have you seen the movie City Slickers? Yeah.
1: Of course. Actually, there's multiple. Yeah. The, the original is the best one. Yeah. The first one. The, uh... Yeah. Yeah. I can recite the line where the uh, construction guy is talking to the kids in class. Yeah. You remember where he's got his crack hanging out, and uh, he starts talking to the kids. He goes, we're doing this job on 60th and 3rd, right? Real friggin' ball breaker of a job. We got the area roped on, and then I can't do the rest because he curses and all that. But I remember that <laughs> word for word when I was a kid because I loved Why it so that? much. I don't know because it's just this fat guy. Uh, sitting with his crack hanging out uh, on on a chair telling kids about this uh, thing that hit a woman (laughs) when she was trying to pass by because she wasn't paying attention it just you got to watch the scene it's phenomenal
2: all right so here's the tie-in okay a new york city man was rescued twice in two days on hikes in arizona (laughs) Um, apparently, he underestimated the fact that in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is very different than people may think. Yeah, it's cold. Um, yeah, it gets cold. It's at elevation. Like there's, you know, snow and whatnot. So, um, apparently, twice in the past uh, two days, he's been rescued by the authorities there, uh, and he's urging others to pay more attention to the weather, the winter weather in particular, than he did. If you're a, uh, a city slicker and you find yourself roaming out on trails and going in the desert. Yeah,
1: hey, d- uh, don't do what I did. Uh, which time, moron? Like, which time? The first time or the second time you realize uh, this place uh, isn't like the, uh, the cactus that I see on television uh, watching some of these spring training games. I've actually been through Flagstaff. And it was I heard like it's beautiful, by the way. Yeah, it is. But there was snow on the ground. Like, right. like you drive through there, and it's very evident. Uh, I think I had Chinese food there. Um, was it good? Oh, it was terrible. (laughs) It was terrible. Yeah, it's. I mean, come on. I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, yeah, Flagstaff. I had Chinese food. Not a not a good uh, not a good move. (laughs) Was
2: that a cheat day for you?
1: Uh, well, no. It was uh, the only thing I could afford Uh because I was uh, I was driving out to do uh, to take a uh, job. Yeah.
2: All right. Moving on. Next story. uh, Speaking of weenies, uh, border authorities they found fifty-two reptiles. Hidden in a man's clothing, yes, a uh, individual was trying to cross the border with fifty two reptiles in his jacket pockets, his pants, and then down around his groin area. Uh, some of these species were actually endangered. He had a, a number of uh, horned uh, reptiles in there, like horned lizards and Jesus. frogs and whatnot. Yeah, it was kind of odd place, and especially to, to hide them. But they were wrapped in like plastic bags. Uh, but kind of crazy. I um, mean, I, I just—I'm not sure what the—I mean, what you're looking to do there, right? Like, you're always going to sell them for profit because they're yeah. endangered.
1: Well, I, I think so. And because people will pay top dollar, there's people that collect exotic, you know, wildlife out here. Like, I know somebody I mean, not far from where I grew up that got busted, and they pulled out a ton. I mean, all snakes. I mean, reptiles, uh, gators, like things like that that they were I mean, just of all stockpiling. All things to
2: smuggle though. Like, you're going to smuggle that
1: um i actually got pulled over at the border one time uh they accused me of smuggling in a termite and i said no unfortunately my pants are just tight so i don't know just uh you know so listen uh that's uh i I mean i don't think that uh, i don't think i need to be judged because of that it was just you know uh, uh, the wind was blowing in my face
2: yeah yeah speaking of wind blowing um (laughs) there was a, a few gentlemen up in michigan uh, fishing and like one of those ice fishing those those shanties that you see out there. Oh yeah, yeah. The thing literally got blown <laughs> a mile away. The winds got so <laughs> bad there. The the, ang- the anglers actually were, ended up being okay, but the the whole entire shanty got blown in the wind.
1: Uh, how, what are what are they built with? Is it like uh, a, that, a tent? I mean it,
2: no it's not a tent it's actually like a little more of like a rigid structure but it's not overly heavy right because you you put it up you can take it down
1: oh that's right and it's on the ice so that doesn't make you want something heavy and so exactly and so did they get blown away inside it or did it just get blown off them
2: no no no. they got blown a mile and a half away while inside three of
1: them that's fine. yeah
2: it it winds got up to like 50 miles per hour
1: that's fine. Wow, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, listen—it uh, ties in your termite story. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Uh, everybody needs bait, so there is. Uh, so you know, if you're uh, if you're searching far and wide, uh, <laughs> you are unbelievable. Uh, all right, enjoy the tourney, everybody. Uh, have some drinks. Be responsible.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Top Two is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy.